they live in you. Oh yes, all those memories and all that, they all live in us. 12 minutes after 1 o'clock is the time. Radio Veritas is the station. My name, Khanya Ditabe. Thanks to Father Benedict Mahlangu, OMI, for celebrating Mass for us today. And do remember Mass tomorrow again between 12 o'clock and 1. And so between now and 2 o'clock, we have our birthday hour. I'm back, I'm here. And uh, on Friday, we were out in Senegal to deliver water, three truckfuls of uh, water. And so we'd really like to say thank you. Thank you very much for uh, every little bit of water that uh, you were able to provide us. Uh, We were able to drop it off in Senegal and we saw that every drop is definitely needed. So thank you very much for that. A man lives and dies in the mines. Now we sing and dance for them.
A quarter past one on Soft Options. And so the lines are open. If you know anybody celebrating a birthday today, if you know anybody uh, who is uh, celebrating an ordination anniversary, perhaps whatever you think uh, is worth celebrating today, let me know. And uh, you can also email me, and the email address is khanya, K-H-A-N-Y-A, at radioveritas.co.za. And the email address, uh, I mean, the SMS line is uh, 41809. Call now on zero one one four five two seven one one five. Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. Four five two seven one one five. And so I know that uh, Teresa no Ipebeti celebrating today, and so we're going to be getting in touch uh, with Ipebeti. Uh, a belated uh, birthday, uh, I see. In fact, uh, let's do it uh, right away. Let's speak to Pebeti and see how it all happened. Let's see where this uh, takes us. And of course, uh, you're welcome to let me know whose birthday it is today at uh, 011 452 or SMS 41809. Hello? Hi. How are you? I'm good and you. I'm great, thank you. Is this Pebezi? Yes, speaking. Hello, Pebezi. How old are you now? Uh, I'm 30 years with one experience. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that before. <laughs> and uh, what experience is this? One year. One year. Uh, one year. Yes, yes, but in that one year, I mean, what, uh, what sort of highlights are we looking at? Growing up, not, not wanting to accept the real age. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Where do you go to church, by the way, Pibeti? Mena, uh, yes. Soweto. Where in Soweto? Uh, Deep Kloof. Which church in Deep Kloof? Catholic, Roma. Okay. St. Margaret so, and St. Immaculate. Oh, oh, so you go to, oh, you go to both St. Margaret and Immaculate. Yeah, it's one, but sometimes if you miss the 8 o'clock service, you get another nine, half past nine service on the other side. Ah, you guys are lucky, eh? Ah. Uh, In deep proof. Ah. Uh, and uh, if I told you that you live on Radio Veritas now, what would you say? Teresa Sinda, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Teresa said, I must say to you, as uh, you have covered the journey of a calendar, may you trust mm. God more and that you will love God more than ever before mm. you did, as you learn of his love for you. Since the time that you were a kid, may you feel safe in the arms of God, knowing yourself to be in his care. Happy belated uh, birthday, Pibetsi. And this is from Teresa, Cecilia, Lebohang, and Alfred. Thank you so much. What do you want to say to them? Pardon? What, what would you like to say to them? I love them so much. And, uh, they... I love them so much, and I am blessed to have them. And I wonder and if you know family. what song they requested for you today. Pardon? Any idea what song they requested for you today? I'm thinking Dipirima Makunutu. Well, it's from the it's from the same album, but it's not Dipirima Makunutu. <laughs> sure, it's not. 
They requested Kajeno Lisedi. Oh, yes. And so, Pibeti, uh, we say yip yip, and you say hooray. 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 <laughs> oh, nice. And uh, you have a great one. I'll speak to you soon when you turn 60. Pardon? I'll speak to you soon when you turn 60. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, bye. God bless. Bye-bye.
Of course, uh, they're famous for that song, DP Rima Kunutu. Uh, but uh, this one is just uh, two songs uh, from the Pirimakunutu Kajeno Lesedi, St. Mary Immaculate Young Adult, and uh, so beautiful of their album Ketsepi Lehoena. Beautiful, isn't it? Well, there we are, especially for Pibeti. Hello, Teresa. A beautiful message uh, for Pibeti. And uh, so we couldn't. Uh, uh, raise Mary Elizabeth Monjan. You know what? Let me just try her other number actually. Let me see if I will be able to get her on this one. Uh, uh-uh. Okay. Let's try this. I had tried her on the other number. Home. Good afternoon. Hey, I'm Good twenty-five years, twenty-five years. That's good news. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's good news, Mama Yeah, Mosa. I enjoy her. I'm very young. I'm very lean. Lean, 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 short. Hey, Batum. I'm very short. Oh, oh, baby, Mama Mosa. So, I'm playing the highlights, Mama Mosa, in the last uh, 25 hey, plus. Hi. Can you answer? I'm so excited. I'm I'm still here. Are you sure, I'm 73? Not 53. I'm ya Happy birthday for May Elizabeth Monlane, who celebrated her birthday yesterday. to May, may you be strong in your catechetical work. And it is what Gerona but So, Monlane, you've been a catechist for how long? A catechist? Alexander Form One, 
so from Alexandra from Vatican one to Vatican two. Let's say that's a God bless you.
Hello, me Veronica. Hello, guys. Me. Ah, Linda, keep doing me. Hey, what hotel fighting? Leave what's about me? Hey. Because we know her birthday, how? And whenever he puts our kebo mang bonaba. And and tricks I tell you, Kore, Otara limit how many years? I thought to an album at twenty-five or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is it? 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 Mm. And then what do you do when I'm perishing me? Yeah. More pioneer. More pioneer, uh-huh. Mm. Okay, man. Because can I leave a message for where, na? Okay. Message or a hello. Uh, please be kind enough to call my dear sister Veronica as it's her birthday today. She attends Mass at St. Peter Claver in uh, Pimville. Will you please say to her, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Vero. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So, any idea who that message could be from? I really no idea. I don't want to lie. Okay. But uh, tell me, who comes to your mind? Uh, my my sister. Okay, your sister's name is. Mm-hmm. Okay, if it's not your sister, who could it be? Well, you just said your sister. So, if not your sister, who could be next? Uh, I Adelaide, okay. Oh, I yeah. see. Mapito. Ah, uh-uh. if it's yeah. not Mapito, I I can't guess anymore. <laughs> well, this says it's from your brother Jeff Omuzi Chavalal. Ah, yes. Thank you so much. No, the thing I could not think of him because that message it was from him in the morning at about three. <laughs> <laughs> So Thank it's a you surprise. So much. I really <laughs> and uh, may, did I tell you that you love on Radio Veritas? Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't know. Well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love you so much. Thank you. And another message says, uh, please uh, say happy birthday to Mae Veronica, who's celebrating her birthday today. May she be strong in her catechetical work. And will you also say to her, hip hip, and she will say, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a pleasant surprise. Thank you so much. And uh, that one is from any idea. 
No, no. Now you don't <laughs> want to guess anymore. <laughs> this, is, no. this is from Nom Sasilo. Oh, thank you. Oh, someone, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what do you want oh. to say to our Sasa? Thank you, Baba Kiri. Thank you, thank you. Let's just leave my day, you know. Thank you so much. And uh, so she requested a song for you. I wonder if you will know what which one it is. Huh. Can you guess yeah. Mevero? No, I can't. No, okay. Well, oh, Ari, okay. Ari yeah. we should play Ikele Lueng for you. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> on <laughs> Well, you have a great day, man. And so just because we can, we say hip hip again and you say... <laughs> you have a great one, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. God Thank bless you, man. <laughs>
St. Mary Immaculate, especially for Mary Veronica celebrating her birthday today. It's a quarter to two on Radio Veritas, 576 a.m. And of course, uh, we're also celebrating today with uh, somebody by the name of Tabang. And uh, we're also celebrating with uh, Mev Faith uh, Valashia. Uh, Mev Faith. Okay. I wonder if this is going to work. But let's see where this takes us. I think uh, Mev Valashia is in... Okay, I'm not sure where she is, but let's see where this takes us. Okay, Khutato, as you can hear, that's uh, Mefeith uh, Valashia's number, uh, just uh, ringing there. Looks like a German number. Is she in Germany? Uh, now let's quickly try Tabang. Okay, I think, uh, let's see. Okay, for some reason there. That's not going through. Of course, uh, we've spoken to Mayor Veronica. And uh, another message just saying, Happy birthday blessings for my mom, Martha Johnson, of uh, St. Patrick's in uh, La Rochelle. I love her, she says. And this is uh, from uh, Catherine. So, Mayor Martha Johnson, happy birthday to you. And uh, we really hope uh, that uh, it's a great day for you. It's 12 minutes to 2 o'clock on Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. If you know anybody that I should be calling today, let me know. Uh, 011-452-7115. Send me an SMS, 41809. And you can also email me. And the email address is khanya, K-H-A-N-Y-A at radioveritas.co.za. It really is as easy as that. 011-452-7115, SMS 41809. And, of course, uh, uh, we also have uh, uh, email, which is khanya at radioveritas.co.za. It's now a 19 minutes, no, 11 minutes uh, to 
2 o'clock on Radio Veritas, uh, 5, 7, 6 a.m. in this uh, Holy Week. And uh, it's uh, Monday in uh, Holy Week. And uh, so we look at a little reflection for Lent. Meditations for Lent Edith Stein, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, OCD Thy will be done Thy will be done, in its full extent, must be the guideline for the Christian life. It must regulate the day from morning to evening, the course of the year and the entire life. Only then will it be the sole concern of the Christian. All other concerns the Lord takes over. This one alone, however, remains ours as long as we live, and sooner or later we begin to realize this. In the childhood of the spiritual life, when we have just begun to allow ourselves to be directed by God, we feel his guiding hand quite firmly and surely. But it doesn't always stay that way. Whoever belongs to Christ must go the whole way with him. He must one day or other walk the way of the cross to Gethsemane and Golgotha. One of the wonderful things about the Lenten season is a sense of being in process. And uh, so it's still Radio Veritas, uh, 576 AM. Hani also celebrating her birthday today. She's a granddaughter to Me Pindile out in Fosloras. And uh, so let's see if we can raise her. Let's see where this takes us. On a day like this, uh, this uh, Human Rights uh, Day, and uh, just after five past two, we'll focus on uh, human rights. And of course, we'll have our fun quiz uh, just uh, before that. The subscriber you have dialed is not available at present. Please try again later. Okay, so Mepindile, as you can hear, not able to get through to Hani uh, on her birthday today. So uh, that's uh, what it is. And we couldn't get hold of uh, Tabang. Uh, we couldn't get hold of Mefeith Valashia. And we'll try and uh, get hold of them after half past two, if uh, time allows and uh, we will speak to them then. This is still Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. And, of course, uh, you're listening to Soft Options, uh, the show that's more than if you're on top, on 5, 7, 6 a.m.
Pope Francis initiated a year of mercy with the theme, Merciful Like the Father. The Family Year Planner for 2016 has as its overall theme, The Year of Mercy and the Family, Building Homes of Merciful Love. Every month there is a family-related theme, so see, read and share on the reflections on all of those themes. The calendars, Balfour Bulk Prices, are only 350 Rand for 100 calendars. Individual selling price, 5 Rand each. Visit www.marfam.org.za 082-552-1275 Email me on info at marfam.org.za It's worth it to be merciful like the Father. So don't forget uh, World Youth Day taking place uh, the 25th to the 31st of July this year. And it's out in uh, Poland. And of course, uh, the theme is very much aligned to this year of mercy theme. It says, blessed are the merciful, uh, for it is uh, mercy that will be shown them. A beautiful one. In fact, uh, here it is in English. In fact, you can find it also on the website www.worldyouthday.com slash Krakow-2016. To the mountains I look, where is my help? My help will come from the Lord. I long to seek and trust in Him well. He is merciful. When we are lost, He will search for us to take us in His arms and heal our wounds with Christ's holy blood. Let us live in new. Within cries out to the world 
Guys, I'm going to kill, kill them. Are your security personnel tempting you to sin? MagTouch has several solutions to help with monitoring personnel movement as well as asset tracking. Trust one of our MagTouch systems to help monitor security guards, cleaning staff, sales reps, or any other personnel movement. Visit us on www.magtouch.co.za That's www.magtouch.co.za Veritas Truth the voyage of discovery lies not in finding new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Truth simply is. It's two o'clock in the, new in the news headlines this hour. We give you a report on the Pope's homily on Palm Sunday and a new nuncio to Southern Africa ordained as Archbishop. Good afternoon, I'm Simbarasha Wendem.
Pope Francis presided yesterday at the procession in Mass for Palm Sunday as the church enters into the celebration of Holy Week. Palm Sunday commemorates the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem one week before his passion, death and resurrection. The Pope said in his homily that the crowds in Jerusalem joyfully welcomed Jesus. Nothing could dampen their enthusiasm for Jesus' entry. He continued, May nothing prevent us from finding in him the source of our joy, true joy, which abides and brings peace. For it is Jesus alone who saves us from the snares of sin, death, fear, and sadness. Christopher Wells reports. Pope Francis homily focused on the redemptive passion of Jesus who emptied himself, dying on the cross for our sake. Even at the height of his annihilation, the Pope said, he reveals the true face of God, which is mercy. He takes upon himself all our pain, that he may redeem it, bringing light to darkness, life to death, love to hatred. God's way of acting, Pope Francis said, may seem very different from our own. Nonetheless, we are called to choose his way, the path of service, of giving, of forgetfulness of ourselves. Jesus, he concluded, invites us to walk on his path. Let us turn our faces to him. Let us ask for the grace to understand something of the mystery of his obliteration for our sake. And then, in silence, let us contemplate the mystery of this week. Pope Francis ordained two priests to the Episcopate at St. Peter's Basilica on Saturday morning. Bishop Peter Brian Wells, named on February the 13th as the new Apostolic Nuncio to South Africa, Botswana, Lesotho and Namibia. And Bishop Miguel Coxo, the Secretary for the Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue. In his homily, the Holy Father reminded the new bishops that they are called to be servants to all. He emphasized that when a bishop exercises his ministry, it is Christ himself who acts, Christ who preaches, Christ who makes the church, Christ who makes the church fruitful, Christ who leads. Christopher Wells reports once more. The Pope reminded the bishops that they are servants of all, the great and the least, always servants, always at the service of others. Do not forget, he said, the first duty of the bishop is prayer, the second duty, the proclamation of the word. Everything else follows. If a bishop does not pray, Pope Francis said, he can do nothing. The Pope also emphasized the importance of loving those the Lord has entrusted to their care, especially priests and deacons. They are the closest collaborators of the bishop, his first neighbor. If the bishop does not learn to love those closest to him, he will not be able to love everyone as he is called to do. Guardate i fedeli agli occhi. Pope Francis called on the bishops to really look at the faithful, not obliquely, but looking them straight in the eye so that they can see them with their heart. Pope Francis has launched his new Instagram account with a tweet in which he said, I am beginning a new journey on Instagram to walk with you along the path of the mercy and tenderness of God. It was Pope Francis himself who integrated his account called Franciscus from his residence at the Casa Santa Marta. He also posted his first image, a picture of himself in prayer. Vatican Radio's Sean Patrick Lovett tells us more. Founded in 2010, Instagram has approximately 400 million users worldwide and shares photos and videos with a community of followers. 
The launch of the Pope's Instagram account will increase his already substantial presence on social media platforms. His Twitter account, with the hashtag #pontifex, has more than 26 million followers. Speaking earlier this week with Vatican Radio, the prefect of the Secretariat for Communications, Monsignor Dario Viganò, said the decision to open an Instagram account arises from the Pope's conviction that pictures can reveal many things that words can't. The aim of this papal Instagram account, he said, is to tell the story of the pontificate of Pope Francis through images. And finally, the bishops of Malawi had issued a lengthy pastoral statement on Cairo's social, political, and economic issues. The bishop in their March 13th letter are saying, as pastors, they cannot sit back and watch in the face of shrinking standards of or lack of public service delivery, increasing gap between the rich and the poor, the lack of fiscal discipline, and misplaced priorities in the prevailing tough times. They say they are deeply concerned about new trends. In the Malawian society, that promote a culture of death instead of a culture of life through the abortion campaign, and because of that, they continue the family and institution of marriage between men and women are under direct at- direct attack from those campaigning for homosexual rights and homosexual unions. And then the financial indicators this afternoon: the rand is trading at fifteen twenty-five to the dollar, twenty-two zero. 08 to the pound and 1720 to the euro. Gold is $1,255.31 an ounce and Brent crude oil is trading at $41.47 a barrel. Next news bulletin will be at 4 o'clock. For Radio Veritas News, I'm Simbarashe Wande.
As uh, we got into Holy Week uh, yesterday, Palm Sunday, Banababa Hebe Rubachasa Mita Morena, Bantabahoa Barrehosana. This is Masicilia St. Paul on Radio Veritas, 576 AM at 10 minutes after 2. Time for our fun quiz and a very easy question. Listen to this. Who was Lieutenant Colonel Pinar? Who was Lieutenant Colonel Pinar? 011-452-7115. That's the number to dial. Who was uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Pinar? That's the question. As easy as that. If you know, just give me a call and it's our fun quiz. No prize for it. Just we, We're just having fun with that. And uh, the number to dial in the studio, 011-452-7115. Who was uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Pinar? 011-452-7115. Did you know that every month 55 million people go on the internet and search the word God? And every month 17 million people search the word love. That's because God is love. But you knew that. That's why you listen to Radio Veritas. The good news for a change. So the question is, uh, who was uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Pinar? That's the question. And the number to dial, 011-452-7115. While you're thinking about that, uh, remember that uh, this uh, Thursday uh, we have uh, the Chrism Mass in Johannesburg and uh, it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. Archbishop Budi Tlachale will be celebrating that. 10 o'clock in the morning, the Archdiocese of Johannesburg Cathedral that's the Chrism Mass this Holy Thursday at 10. Chrism Mass in Pretoria is this Wednesday, starting at half past nine at uh, the Cathedral of uh, Sacred Heart in uh, Pretoria. And uh, for more information, you can call the Chancery offices 012-326-5311. So in Pretoria, it's this Wednesday at half past nine in the morning in the Cathedral of uh, Sacred Heart in Johannesburg. It's on Thursday at 10 in the morning. So don't forget uh, the 30th of April, it's all happening in Johannesburg when uh, Bishop uh, Duncan Toke, Bishop elect Duncan Toke, will be ordained uh, as auxiliary bishop of uh, Johannesburg. And uh, this is 30th April, 10 o'clock, at Regina Mundi in uh, Soweto. Please mark that date in your calendar and be there. Because it's going to be a great day, a great where we welcome a new servant and a good, a new shepherd in the Archdiocese.
And so the question is, uh, who was uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Pinar? <laughs> That's the number to dial. Let's go to the lines. Hello, you're on Radio Veritas. Hello, Kanya. Hello, is this Teresa? Yes. Ah, nice to hear from you, Teresa. <laughs> I hear, I hear the confidence in your voice. Eh? Excuse me. I hear the confidence in your voice. I think you know the answer. <laughs> yes. You do. Yes. So, who was Lieutenant uh, Colonel Pinar Teresa? He was a commanding officer who told the police the police to shoot those who were marching. Those who were marching where? In Shabville. In Shabville. Yes. Okay, I wonder if you're right. Let me look at my... Oh, okay. So there they say. <laughs> so, what Teresa, nice. How did you know this? Um, because like I, 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 I listen to news. I read three books. Also, sometimes even like later, I think courses and going to the library because today I, I couldn't go because. Like, oh, I'm, I'm preparing because we are going to have a shoot with my cousins and um, her friends in town. And then after town, by 4 o'clock, I'll be there at the studio. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice, Teresa. <laughs> so, now let me see. Uh, anybody you want to say hello to? I would like to say hello to my family. Okay. Okay, Teresa, nice. And uh, just tell everyone today that you are a genius, just in case they had doubts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Teresa, we'll see you later. God bless. eh? (laughs) God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. So the question was, of course, uh, who was uh, Lieutenant or Lieutenant uh, Colonel Pinar? And, of course, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Pinar uh, was the commanding officer uh, during the time when uh, the people marched uh, on this day in 1960 uh, to the police station in Shabville uh, to demand that uh, they arrest them. They burned their passports, their passbooks, I should say, and uh, they tore them and they said, we demand that you arrest us. And that was today, 1960, and the police, of course, opened fire on a crowd uh, that gathered at the Shabville station to protest uh, the past laws.
automatic machine gun towards our four-roomed matchbox houses. And then there were the screams. And, and then there were the shouts. ABC, CBS, BBC, SABC Television. Everybody was running from this direction to a different direction. It was chaos! The next morning, I was on the front page. So, Hello! 
Human Rights Day, the Sharpeville Massacre. On Monday the 21st of March in 1960, police opened fire without order on a crowd that had gathered at the Sharpeville station to protest pass laws. These were stipulations that required Africans to carry books and produce them for law enforcement officials on request. That day, 69 unarmed people were killed and another 180 were injured. While little is known about what really sparked this tragic event, Joe Tlolwe, one of the nation's most acclaimed journalists, who was a high school pupil at the time, recalled that the Pan-Africanist Congress, under the leadership of Robert Sibukwe, appealed to all African men to take a stand against such a humiliating law, leaving their passbooks, also known as the Dompas, at home, go to their nearest police station and demand to be incarcerated for not carrying the demeaning document. The police then, on seeing the masses of people marching, panicked and opened fire on the crowd. Today, the South African Constitution protects individual rights, like the right to move freely without a passbook, with its inclusion of the Bill of Rights. Only a supermajority of Parliament can influence any changes to the Bill. South African citizens have a right to life, equality, human dignity, and more in the country's current democracy.
And so the official figure is that uh, 69 people were killed uh, on this day the, during this Shaville uh, massacre, including eight women and 10 children. And 180 people were injured, including 31 women and 19 children. Many were shot in the back as they tend to flee. Now, police reports in 1960 claimed uh, that young and inexperienced police officers panicked and opened fire spontaneously, setting off a chain reaction that lasted about 40 seconds. And uh, it is likely that the police were nervous, as two months before the massacre, nine constables apparently had been assaulted and killed under similar circumstances at Katomena in KwaZulu-Natal. In addition, nearly all policemen present had received no previous training regarding the control of mob disturbances, and apparently most of them had already been coping with the situation for over 24 hours without respite. Now, the commanding officer of the police reinforcements at Shabville, Lieutenant Colonel Pinar, said in his revealing statement that the native mentality does not allow them to gather for a peaceful demonstration. For them to gather means violence. He also denied giving any order to fire and stated that he would not have done so. And other evidence given to the TRC, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, 38 years later in 1998 uh, by two of the victims suggested a degree of deliberation in the decision to open fire. And so, as we know, a storm of international protest followed the Chubbville shootings, including sympathetic demonstrations in many countries and condemnation by the United Nations. On the 1st of April 1960, the United Nations Security Council passed Resolution 134, and uh, these shootings marked a turning point in South Africa's history. The country found itself increasingly isolated in the international community. And this event also played a role in South Africa's departure from the Commonwealth of Nations in 1961. <laughs>
55 years ago, a generation of legends stood up in defiance of apartheid and racism across South Africa. Every year on the 21st of March, we remember that painful day in 1960, where the community of Sharpville and Langa townships embarked on a protest march against the Donbass. Police shot and killed 69 protesters at Sharpville who wanted to expose the apartheid government's violation of human rights to the world. This Human Rights Weekend, Radio Veritas honors those who fought for our liberation and the rights we enjoy today. Let us be aware of each other's dignity. We are made in the image and likeness of God. Let us remember this for the greater good of all creation. And of course, uh, others were in uh, prison in those days. Others were in uh, exile. And uh, somewhere in uh, countries uh, not far from us here are neighboring countries of uh, South Africa. Which brings me to my next point uh, of uh, disunity, of uh, xenophobia that we are experiencing now and then in our country. Just last week, uh, we had... uh, almost uh, the same thing as xenophobic uh, attacks uh, in uh, in the home where uh, foreign owned shops uh, were looted uh, and so on and uh, as a country i think we are from very far 
we, we need to think about our past and we also need to think about our future. But I think the main thing is to tear down the walls of prejudice that we have amongst us as a nation. Let us open our hearts to one another Not afraid to be who we really are Let us tear down the walls that divide us And strengthen the bonds of So let's tear those walls down, those walls of prejudice, because in God we're all the same.
And we're made of the same parts. It doesn't matter where you're from uh, or where you are going. Uh, we all actually the same because uh, we all came to this earth for a job. Listen. Listen. The train is coming, bringing new workers from different places. The only language they share is rhythm. Sakas, 
I'm Archbishop Stephen Brislin from Cape Town. You are tuned into Radio Veritas. Good news for a change. And we now join Sister Sylvia for our Lenten reflection on this Monday in the sixth week of Lent. I am Sylvia, a King Dominican, and work with Catholic Community for a Better World. In this series, I share some thoughts with you around Lent, and for this purpose have made use of a number of books, and therefore am grateful for authors like Rolheiser, Macrina Wiedekeer, McKenna McCarthy, Judy Canato, and a number of others whose deep thoughts inspired mine. Monday, sixth week of Lent. Mary stands beneath the cross of Jesus. There is so much suffering in our world. Everywhere people stand beneath heartbreaking crosses as they experience the excruciating pain of watching someone suffer. Like Mary beneath the cross of her beloved son, all that they can do is to be there and wait with the one who is hurting, offering their love and support. They give their time, their care, their love, and sometimes they give the whole of their lives. In the middle of a town, there once stood a monument erected in honor of a much-loved prince. This monument was covered from head to toe in gold leaf, and his eyes were made from two wonderful sapphires, and on his shield was a red ruby. One day, a little swallow arrived in the town on her flight south to the warmer climate of Egypt. She needed to rest for the night and then landed on the prince's shoulder. All at once, the swallow noticed drops of water falling on her feathers. How come, the swallow thought, there isn't a cloud to be seen. She looked all around and up and down and realized suddenly that the prince was weeping. Why are you weeping, dear prince? Surely you are wealthy and happy. Oh, little swallow, the prince replied. Now that I can stand here and look across the city, I can see into every corner, and I am so troubled by the great suffering and need that I see there. Would you help me, little swallow, just this one night? I am fixed here and I can't move. The swallow had a kind heart, but only this one night, beautiful prince, because I don't have much time. If I linger too long, the cold weather will catch up with me and I will die. The prince was delighted and thanked the little swallow. Thank you, he said. Just be so good as to pick the red ruby out of my shield with your beak and bring it to a mother with a sick child in that little room over there. And the swallow picked at the ruby and eventually had the precious jewel in her beak. She flew in through the open window 
and dropped the ruby in the lap of the mother who had fallen asleep exhausted. The next day, the swallow wanted to fly away, but the prince begged her, Please, little swallow, stay one more night. There is an old man, stiff with cold. Bring him my precious blue sapphire. Pick it out of my eye. Oh no, dear prince, I can't pick your eye out, protested the swallow. Please, do as I ask. So the swallow picked out the sapphire and eventually freed it and brought it to the poor old man. On the third evening, the prince begged the swallow again. Dear swallow, please stay just one more night. A family has arrived from a foreign country. Take my other eye. With this jewel, they can rent themselves a place to live. But the swallow was unwilling. Then you would be blind, the prince replied, but I will see with my heart. So the follower picked at the second sapphire until it was free, and she took the prince's second eye to the immigrant family. When she returned, she said to the prince, I won't fly to Egypt now. I will stay with you. You can't see anymore, and I can't leave you now. During the day from then on, the swallow would fly around, observing where the need was greatest. Then she would report back to the prince, who would ask her to pick off a gold leaf from his body to help relieve the suffering in the town. One after another, the pieces of gold were picked off and carried away by the swallow to those who were in most need. And the strange thing was, that the more exposed the poor prince became, the happier he seemed to be. And the swallow, too, discovered great joy welling up in her own heart. Then came the cold weather, and she realized that she would soon die. Dear prince, she whispered, I will soon have to leave you. Yes, my good and faithful little swallow, fly off now to Egypt. No. I wouldn't manage that any more, were her last words to him, and she fell down dead at his feet. Now that the prince's monument looked so shabby, the people of the town dismantled it and melted it down. Only the prince's heart refused to be destroyed, so the people threw it on the rubbish tip next to the dead swallow. And God said to his angel, Bring to me the most precious treasures of this town. And the angel flew down to the rubbish tip and brought God the heart of the prince and a little dead swallow. You have chosen well, said God. They stood by the need of another at the price of their own lives. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so too we look at Mary, who also stood by the need of another. Our Mary, who stood at the foot of the cross. Yes, Mary stood beneath the cross of Jesus. In itself, standing all that time would have been extremely exhausting. But add to it the heartache and sorrow of seeing and hearing a loved one die. How much strength this standing would have needed. The standing posture of Mary tells of her courage and fortitude. Standing is a way to become more aware 
to be present, to develop endurance. It belongs to one who has a brave heart, relies on inner power, and has a willingness to take a stand for what is good and true. This posture speaks of determination and inner strength to do what needs to be done. What were her thoughts, feelings, longings at this time? Perhaps it may help us to join once again Joyce Rupp as she allows her imagination to tap into Mary's possible thoughts and feelings. And Mary says, My heart was broken before we ever reached the place called Golgotha. Each painful step that Jesus took pierced my heart. I felt sure that my son would collapse and die on the way. So slow were his steps, so labored his breathing. But each time he fell, he managed to stand up again, becoming more bloody and dirt smeared every time. I have no idea how long it took him to reach the hill where they crucified criminals. The disciple John came to join us. So too, Mary Magdalene and Mary, wife of Clopas. The presence of these three brave souls comforted me in my destination. I knew they felt my son's pain as well as my own. I stood inside his pain. I kept whispering to him, My love, I am here. I am with you. It was agonizing to hear the soldiers degrade Jesus with taunts and mockeries. Another way for sadness washed through me when I saw some of those same soldiers rolling dice to see who would get the beautiful, seamless robe I had made for my son. I couldn't believe that they would do this while he hung there dying. And just as I was thinking this, Jesus groaned again in pain. And I quickly said to myself, It is only a robe, only a robe. I shall always remember my son's touch of tenderness in those long hours of pain. Silent tears streamed down my cheeks when Jesus lifted his head and looked at me. I saw the kind-hearted son I knew so well in that gaze. He turned towards his beloved friend John and then back at me. His voice was hoarse and cracked as his dry mouth worked to get out a few words, asking John to take care of me and giving John to me as my son. My heart bled at the beauty of my son's kindness and at the finality that his words implied. My vigil beneath the cross felt endless. I could see my son's life ebbing, but his suffering continued. At one point his face twisted into contortions and his eyes rolled. Then with unbelievable strength in his voice, Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I wanted to plead with him, Oh son, no, please, please do not despair. You are not being forsaken. The God you revealed is with you. In spite of what has happened here, you are not abandoned. But I remained silent. He was suffering tremendously, and I understood why he cried out as he did. Instead, I tried again to give him strength to make the final journey. 
He was so close to death. My voice was barely a whisper, for life had all but drained out of me too. Yet I urged my son, Go, go to the Abba, the one you've come to know so well. Go home, my love, go home. Your work is done. You will be at peace. Soon after, Jesus raised his head slightly one last time, took a shallow, gasping breath and uttered his last words. Into your hands I commend my spirit. His final words told me he had come to peace with his suffering. It was over. My beloved son was dead. I would wonder no more what Simeon meant when he said to me, and a sword will pierce your soul. The deed was done. My heart would be forever marked by it. Can we even begin to think what it means to watch a beloved die for hours on end in such a cruel way? Can we even begin to imagine the kind of love that inspires such giving? And yet, many of us have stood beneath the cross. Sometimes it is the cross of disease and death. If you have ever accompanied someone dear who went through one medical test after another, succumbing to the ravages of cancer, of HIV and AIDS, of Alzheimer's, then you have been at the foot of the cross with Mary. If you have ever had a place, if you had ever to place an aging parent with a debilitating disease in a facility for the infirm, you know what it is like to stand beneath the cross. If you have been a parent and had a child die in an unexpected, harsh or violent way, you have known the heartache of Mary as she watched Jesus die. And perhaps the most forgotten parents are those whose sons and daughters are the perpetrators of horrendous crimes. These parents too stand beneath the cross as they watch helplessly while their children are tried and convicted. The crosses we stand under may not always mean that the one who hangs there is physically dying. If you have listened and listened and listened to a friend who is journeying back through old wounds, you too have been there beneath the cross. If you have lived with someone so depressed that he or she gave up the desire to live, you have stood on the same hill as Mary. If you have watched someone you love become devoured by drugs or alcohol and heard the denials and false promises, you have had a place beneath the cross. Any time you have been with another person who is suffering and have been unable to take away the pain, you have been at the cross with Mary. When we stand by the cross, we do not know what will happen to our loved one. Death may be imminent, or death may be a large, looming possibility with hope for life still within reach. No matter what the outcome, our vigilance can be a powerful experience of deepening our love. It is not easy to vigil with someone who suffers greatly, least of all when it involves being with someone who means much to us. It requires faithfulness, 
and it requires endurance. The more fully we invest in another, the greater our sense of deprivation when we lose that person. The more we love and the stronger our commitment, the deeper our loss will be. Mary knew this in her profound love of her beloved child. She never knew it as fully as when she stood beneath his cross. And so we reflect. When have you stood beneath the cross of another? Write about this experience. If Mary was sitting with you now, what would you wish her to say to you? Let us now join together in reciting the Divine Mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, 
I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. 
for the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sulfur passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
listen to Radio Veritas, 576 AM, for a change. Hello, everyone. This is Bishop Kevin Dowling from Rustenburg, and you are listening to Radio Veritas. I'm a listener. I've also participated many times with interviews and so forth. It's always been a wonderful gift and privilege to talk to you and to share my journey and experiences. So I wish you every blessing in life as you listen to Radio Veritas and be touched by good news. I had a dream, a dream full of hope. 
What is art? Are you interested in learning more about art? The Blessed Isidore Bakanja Community Engagement Art Project invites you to a walkabout section at the Museum Africa in Newtown, Johannesburg, with the artist himself, Tabo Motseki. During the month of March and April, Tabo will conduct walkabout educational sessions and give a three-day practical workshop at the museum to art enthusiasts. To book a session for your learners, parish or community, contact Koli on 079-721-3736. That's Koli on 079-721-3736. So do go through to uh, Museum Africa in Johannesburg. And uh, there you'll see more artworks of uh, Tabo Motseki, including, of course, uh, artworks of Archbishop Buti Tlachale, artworks of Pope Francis, uh, Regina Mundi, uh, the parish priest of uh, Blessed Isidora Bakanja, uh, Father, um, uh, Father Joe, and uh, many other uh, artworks uh, that uh, you can see there. So do go through to Museum Africa. It's open. Now it's school holidays, so this is actually a good time to actually take your kids there. If you're a teacher or if you're a parent, take your kids, and uh, who knows, uh, they might actually be uh, artists uh, in the making. They might, be, they might not know it yet uh, that uh, they're actually artists. Well, time for our fun quiz for this hour. It's 20 minutes after 3 o'clock, and the question coming up next. The seven corporal works of mercy to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, welcome the stranger, heal the sick, visit the imprisoned, bury the dead. And so time for our fun quiz for this hour and a very easy one once again. And uh, I just want to hear it in your own words. What is the Universal Declaration of Human Rights? That's all I need from you. And the number to dial, you know what it is? 011-452-7115. What is the Universal Declaration of Human Rights? 011-452-7115. That's the number to dial here on Soft Options, uh, the show that's more than a cheer on top. Did you know that every month 55 million people go on the internet and search the word God? And every month 17 million people search the word love. That's because God is love. But you knew that. That's why you listen to Radio Veritas. The good news for a change. What is uh, the Universal Declaration of uh, Human Rights? That's all I need to know. And the number to dial is uh, 11 22 minutes after 3 is the time. And while you think about that, uh, so I told you about uh, Blessed Isidore Bakanja's Community Art Project. It's still going on at uh, Museum Africa. That number once again is 079 Don't forget uh, that uh, on the 30th of April, 
It's a big day in Johannesburg as Bishop Duncan Zorke will be ordained auxiliary bishop of Johannesburg. 10 o'clock in the morning, Regina Mundi is where it happens. Get there early, get a good seat. This Wednesday in Pretoria, it's uh, the Chrism Mass. You are invited, if you're out in the Archdiocese of Pretoria, to come to this Chrism Mass. It will start at 9.30 in the morning uh, at, uh, on uh, Wednesday at uh, the Cathedral of Sacred Heart. For more information, 012-326-5311. 012-326-5311. In Johannesburg, the Chrism Mass is on uh, Thursday, and uh, that will be at 10 o'clock at uh, the Cathedral of Christ the King. For more information, 011-402-6400. And so today is the 21st of March, uh, just uh, a month after we celebrated Father Emil's birthday. Of course, uh, we have a big do for Gogos and Mkulus on the 9th of April, especially for this and uh, it's all free. As a Mkulu, as a Gogo, you just come for free. Come and have a five-star, <laughs> a five-course meal on the day. And uh, this is at the cathedral in the big hall in Johannesburg. Uh, we have uh, 220 people already that have RSVP'd for this. Remember, we we're going to have it uh, on the 22nd of Feb, but uh, due to Father Emil's hospitalization, it was moved to the 9th of April. So please get in touch with Mahadi. Just make sure that you are on the list. Uh, if you had RSVP'd earlier, and if you'd like to make changes or whatever you want to cancel, please get in touch with Mahadi Butelezi. The 9th of April is the date. Call her on 011-663-4700 or email her. And the email address is mahadi at radioveritas.co.za. What is the Universal Declaration of Human Rights? The question is really as easy as that. And you also know that uh, in uh, Tembisa, Rabasoto Hall, the parish of Moya, have organized a great do for the people of, uh, well, really anybody who would like to be there. It's not only for the people of Tembisa, but uh, for the people in the Archdiocese. And this is on the 28th of May at Rabasoto Hall, their talent show. You can come as an individual or as a group or a sodality. For more information, speak to Lizzie. The number is 083-675-6530. That's Lizzie, 083-675-6530. Twenty-six minutes after three o'clock is the time, and you're listening to Radio Veritas five seven six AM. So let's go to the lines and let's see if we have an answer. Hello, you're on the radio. Hello. Hello, me. Yeah, I want to take a guess. Okay, me, please go for it. Yeah, it's a, a fight against racism. It's a fight against racism. 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 
Yeah, Raisin, I see. Okay. And who am I speaking to? To Memery. Memery in? In Lombardy. Lombardy. Yeah. Uh, okay. I suppose you can say that, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, I'm just taking my turn. Hey, so where was this signed and uh, what happened? You Do you have any idea? Yeah, where was this signed? You're saying that it's fight against racism, right? Yeah. Okay, so where did this happen and how did it happen? That you know, with this uh, racist people, I should say so. Yes. So the government decided to say from the 14th to the 21st, we should Okay, <laughs> All right, what, what song can I play you? What song? Hey, um, you know I like it happy. It's happy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, like that one. Oh, we'll definitely do that one for you, Memory. Thank you. God bless you, man. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>
And so, especially for memory, and uh, the question uh, was, what is the Universal Declaration of uh, Human Rights? <laughs> of course, uh, this was a milestone document in the history of uh, human rights as we celebrate Human Rights Day today in South Africa. Of course, uh, Human Rights Day around the world is celebrated on the 10th of uh, December, which uh, was uh, the day that uh, this particular document was uh, actually uh, adopted, and uh, that was on this uh, on the 10th of December 1948. And uh, so this document was drafted by representatives with different legal and cultural backgrounds from all regions of the world, and uh, this declaration was proclaimed by the United Nations General Assembly in Paris, or Paris, on the 10th of December 1948, and as General Assembly Resolution 217A, uh, as a common standard of achievements for all peoples and all nations. And it set out uh, for the first time fundamental human rights uh, to be universally protected. And uh, in the preamble, they say, whereas recognition of the inherent dignity and of the equal and inalienable rights of all members of the human family is the foundation of freedom, justice, and peace in the world, Whereas disregard and contempt for human rights have resulted in barbarous acts which have outraged the conscience of mankind and the advent of a world in which human beings shall enjoy freedom of speech and belief and freedom of, uh, from fear and want has been proclaimed as the highest aspiration of the common people. Whereas it is essential, if man is not to be compelled to have recourse as a last resort, to rebellion against tyranny and oppression, that human rights should be protected by the rule of law. Whereas it is essential to promote the development of friendly relations between nations, the peoples of the United Nations have in the Charter reaffirmed their faith in the fundamental human rights, in the dignity and worth of the human person, and in the equal rights of men and women, and have determined to promote social progress and better standards of life in larger freedom. Member states have pledged themselves to achieve, in cooperation with the United Nations, the promotion of universal respect for and observance of human rights and fundamental freedoms. A common understanding of these rights and freedoms is of the greatest importance for the full realization of this pledge. And now, therefore, the General Assembly proclaims this Universal Declaration of Human Rights as a common standard of achievement for all peoples and all nations to the end that every individual and every organ of society keeping this declaration constantly in mind shall strive by teaching and educating to promote respect for these rights and freedoms and by progressive measures, national and international, to secure their universal and effective recognition and observance both among the peoples of member states themselves and among the people of territories under their jurisdiction. Sing woe from London to Soweto 
A sweet soul in the ghetto, back from the West Indies. When I'm in the city, let my mind echo. Memories of Soweto. And anywhere that we go, I'm letting you know the walk of a street soul. Man, I was born there. I mean, bred there. I mean, without the bread. Viva's all ahead. Yo, the people sang Amanda and the streets are red. Liberation was a dream that we never had. As I took a back seat, told my mama back, and I looked over the shoulder and I saw the hat. Mama, let me hear this song for you. After all these years, this is a Single from London to Sarato. A street soul in the ghetto, back from the West Indies. When I'm in the city, let my mind echo. Memories of Sarato. Off a jet plane, I'm in SA once again With the faces of change And the feeling the same And the lines on my hands Are as free as this land But it wasn't always so Still reminds me of home Mama, let me kill this song for you Ooh, After all these years, this is who Sing, wolf, sing, wolf, sing Zola with the Matafix, Memories of Soweto on Radio Veritas, 5.76am. Are you ready to dance? Well, I am. Let's go for it. We're dancing some more.
the 21st of March, we remember Blessed John of Palmer. He lived from 1209 to 1289. The seventh general minister of the Franciscan order, John was known for his attempts to bring back the earlier spirit of the order after the death of St. Francis of Assisi. He was born in Parma, Italy in 1209. It was when he was a young philosophy professor, known for his piety and learning, that God called him to bid goodbye to the world he was used to and enter the new world of the Franciscan order. After his profession, John was sent to Paris to complete his theological studies. Ordained to the priesthood, he was appointed to teach theology at Bologna, then Naples, and finally Rome. In 1245, Pope Innocent IV called a general council in the city of Lyon, France. Crescentius, the Franciscan minister-general at the time, was ailing and unable to attend. In his place, he sent Father John, who made a deep impression on the church leaders gathered there. Two years later, when the same Pope presided at the election of the minister-general of the Franciscans, he remembered Father John well and held him up as the man best qualified for the office. And so, in 1247, John of Palmer was elected to be minister-general. The surviving disciples of St. Francis rejoiced in his election, expecting a return to the spirit of poverty and humility of the early days of the order, and they were not disappointed. As general of the order, John travelled on foot, accompanied by one or two companions, to practically all of the Franciscan convents in existence. Sometimes he would arrive and not be recognized, remaining there for a number of days to test the true spirit of the brothers. The Pope called on John to serve as legate to Constantinople, where he was most successful in winning back the schismatic Greeks. Upon his return, he asked that someone else take his place to govern the order. St. Bonaventure, at John's urging, was chosen to succeed him, and John took up a life of prayer in the hermitage at Grecio. Many years later, John learned that the Greeks, who had been reconciled with the church for a time, had relapsed into schism. Though 80 years old by then, John received permission from Pope Nicholas IV to return to the East in an effort to restore unity once again. On his way, John fell sick and died. He was beatified in 1781. And thanks to Barbara Donaldson and uh, telling us about uh, John of Palmer, today's saint uh, on this, the 21st of March, here at uh, Radio Veritas 576M. It's a quarter to four. And so as we celebrate uh, Human Rights Day, we also think about uh, those uh, who died so that uh, we can have this freedom that we have in our country.
trials ended and four workers were found guilty and sentenced to hang. I visited the men in their cells on death row in Pretoria. I spoke with Jez Ngadi. He too was waiting to hang. He was writing a letter to his young wife, Tongo. They got married just before the strike began, and he assumed this to be his last letter. One thing this experience has taught me sitting in this condemned cell, life in our country has no value. Violence is always in the air. This violent government has created a very violent society. People have no patience. Don't go. Have patience, my darling. South Africa will be free soon. It was necessary for us to die for this land, for its people to be free. When I went to work, I was a musician. When I went to Kosatu House, I was a worker. When I went to prison, I was a freedom fighter. And now I'm a peaceful man. I love you, Donko. I will always love you. Even with my broken neck, six feet underground, I will love you. Please, 
help our young comrades in the townships to understand what freedom is. Even when they get it, help them to protect our freedom. Yes, no doubt. The people shall win. Don't go. The sergeant is only a few meters from me now. Here I stop. Forever yours. Yes. I love you, Dongo. I love you. Nyabtanda. Nangikotwa. And uh, so there we are. That's uh, Marvin Gaye uh, ending off uh, that one. Uh, Our Father from Life's Opera. And before that, Jazz Mgadi, uh, Jazz Love Song. Here on Radio Veritas, uh, 576M, as we remember those uh, who died so that we can get uh, this freedom that we are enjoying now in the country. And so perhaps it's also a time for us to reflect, what am I doing to preserve that freedom So we reflect by looking at ourselves, where we are and where we're going and how we are actually teaching our children and our grandchildren. It's gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar, The kids in the street, but not enough to eat. 
Yes, make that change. If he's still living in the past and uh, still trying to uh, say, you know, this is how we used to do it back in the days and you would like to go back to those days. <laughs> Perhaps uh, another way of actually making a change uh, in a person is to actually, uh, during this year of mercy, provide some spiritual works of mercy. Here are the seven spiritual works of mercy to counsel the doubtful, instruct the ignorant, admonish sinners, comfort the afflicted, forgive offenses, bear patiently those who do us ill, pray for the living and the dead. Just the fear of a child 